The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criteria because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are in the money. The skies are sunny. An old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about inflation, we talk about taxes, Social Security, the stock market, your 401k, diversification, estate planning, you name it, we talk about it, and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's no exception because we have a show that is full of boring financial stuff. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. Yes, thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And I do. I feel great. And uh, as our firm's name implies, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. So if that is you, then uh, you are who we have built our website, our business, this show. Everything is geared around helping you to achieve what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play. We want you to have fun. We want you to relax. We want your money to last as long as you do. We want you to have financial peace of mind. All of that is what we're about. Our website is is rpoa.com and if you go there you can podcast this show I, I encourage you to subscribe to it and listen to it every week we also you can subscribe to our market alert video and that's free for those of you who are over 50 gives you our latest thinking on what's going on and what we think is going to happen and all of that and then also what you can do is uh, you can uh, avail yourself of videos and articles and all kinds of seminars and content lots of good stuff for you on our website it's rpoa.com I encourage you to go there and uh, avail yourself of all of that. And avail yourself of all of that. Okay, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, you may have noticed, but the inflation numbers came out and they were out of sight. 9.1%. Uh, the forecasters, the Fed, all the people that are supposed to be these experts in the field of analyzing and forecasting all this stuff have consistently been wrong on the bad side. 
And so we're going to talk about uh, inflation and what it's doing, especially for those of you who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. And I'm telling you, we're, we're in, entitling this segment, Look Out Below, because we think this continues to validate our view that the Dow is going to see 25,000 before all of this is over. And we'll get into more detail about that. Now, also this week, we're going to talk about the number one risk that you face. There are 18 risks that you face during your retirement, believe it or not. And number one on that list, not the biggest risk, but number one on the list of 18 uh, is longevity risk. And what is that? It's the risk that you live a long time. Now, most of, most of us probably think, you know, I want to live a healthy, long life, enjoy retirement, do all that wonderful stuff. But believe it or not, that is actually a big risk because your investments now need to support you for a long period of time. And uh, so we're going to talk about that one. Also, this week, as we do every week, we're going to talk about Social Security. Uh, we're going to have strategies to maximize your Social Security benefits. And uh, if you guys would send me your questions regarding Social Security, I'll endeavor to answer them and you can do all my homework for me. So you make my life easy. Thank you. Uh, my email address is ken at rpoa.com and uh, send your questions and I'll uh, try to answer them for you here on the air. Also this week, I want to talk with you about buy, hold myth number three. Now, as you guys know, we don't believe that buy and hold is a complete strategy. We think it's two legs of a three-legged stool. And the third leg should be sell. So buy, yes, hold, yes, but also sell. And uh, our strategy is called Invest and Protect. It's a strategy that told us to sell in November of 2007 before the market crash of 2008 came along. It also told us to sell literally the day before the pandemic was announced in 2020, which is crazy. Uh, but also, uh, we have counseled our clients to be out of uh, stocks and out of bonds here for quite a while now. And uh, we don't believe there's upside on bonds with the Fed raising interest rates. And certainly stocks look very, very dicey. Uh, so our philosophy is that, yes, growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important in our view. And so we believe you should sell and get out and sit on the sidelines and wait out the storm. Now, the people that are the buy holders, they believe that that's not a good idea. And they have a whole set of what we call buy hold myths. And number three is don't be the fool who sells at the bottom. You know, you're going to panic, you're going to sell, and then the market's going to turn right around and go up, and you're going to be sitting there thinking, oh man, I sold at the bottom. Well, I don't argue with that. That's, that's correct. You don't want to be the fool that sells at the bottom. I believe that. But on the other hand, I also don't believe that you should be the fool that stays in until the bottom. So we're going to talk about that particular myth, debunk it for you, and make you, in our view, a more educated consumer about protecting your retirement from big losses. Now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would actually stop right there. Most shows would say, hey, if we did just that, we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. But on this show, do we stop right there? Of course we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we will have our estate tip of the week. Now, this week, normally when we have our estate tip, we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. But this week, we're not going to talk about the greedy, unwashed. We're going to talk about the very generous and very clean and deserving spouse of yours. 
and a trust to benefit them in the event of your passing. And this is to help protect the money that you leave to your spouse from divorce and lawsuits and all kinds of stuff for potentially 100 years. So we'll have that one for you at about 10 till when we have our estate tip of the week. So we have a show that is chock full of information. I hope you'll stay tuned for the entire program. Um, before we dive into it, I got to tell you, you know, when I was younger, I always used to like uh, think of these old people that all they could talk about was their grandchildren and show you pictures of their grandchildren. I was like, come on, do you have nothing else to talk about or do? Well, it appears I've become one of those guys. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a quick story about my grandson, Nathaniel. He's going to be one year old here September 1st. So he's uh, he's getting up there. Got his little baby teeth in, you know, he's got those two, those uh, little, those little things sticking out. And he just figured out how to pick up a grape and put it in his mouth and chew it. So, or, or, or a berry. And so he was very proud of himself. You should have seen him. He put it in, he chewed it, got that look on his face because it was sour. And then started cheering. Yes, I did it. And everybody's cheering and it's all this and that. And I'm thinking, that's all it takes to get cheers and applause is you put a berry in your mouth and chew it. Man. Life is easy when you're a baby. Anyway, let's talk about what's going on here. And, you know, inflation at 9.1%. So this continues to feed into our view that we're going to see the Dow at 25,000 before this is over, which, by the way, is about a 20% from here drop. It's big. So we don't think this storm is over by any means. And why do we say that? Well, 70% of the consumption in, uh, in the United States, our economy is driven by the consumer. 70% is driven by the consumer. And when you have inflation, what does that do to the consumer? Well, they start thinking about buying necessities. They got to buy food. They got to pay their rent. They got to pay their utility bills, their gas. And their ability to have discretionary income and buy all the other stuff becomes quite limited. And so the stock market, as you guys know, we think is a reflection of profits. Companies make profits, their stock prices go up. Stock, uh, companies don't make profits, their, their stock price falls. And that's generally what happens. So if the consumer is strapped, then those profits are going to be strapped as well in our view. And if that happens, then the stock prices go down. The other thing also is the Fed is going to raise interest rates more than all the experts and all these people that are supposed to know this stuff said. They all were like, you know, the Fed's going to lighten up on interest rates. No, they're not. They're probably going to raise interest rates 1% in one fell swoop here coming soon. So what does that do? Well, it makes money more expensive. So companies that want to borrow money to build a plant, to hire new employees, to build up inventory, they got to pay more for money to borrow. And if they do that, they can do less with that money because they got less of it. And that then causes them to not be able to grow like they wanted to. And so it's a, it's a vicious circle. The consumer is slowing down. Companies have more expensive money. And uh, it doesn't look good, folks. We think it's going to feed on itself. We might even reach a point where we have stagflation, which we've talked about on other programs, which is uh, one of the worst things that can happen to an economy. And uh, the Fed, we believe, is way behind the curve, and they're going to really have to accelerate. So it does not look pretty. Now, as you guys know, our investment protect strategy told our clients to get out of stocks, get out of bonds. We don't think you should be in any of those things. With interest rates rising, bonds are, in our view, not very attractive. And because of all the stuff I just talked about, we don't think stocks are attractive either. So what is? We think cash is very attractive. 
If you're in a money market fund, you're going to see interest rates start to rise as the Fed raises interest rates. You're making more money while you're waiting out the storm. What's wrong with that picture? We don't think there's a lot wrong with that. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can watch videos. You can attend our seminar. We have a seminar entitled uh, Retirement Planning During Uncertain Times. And boy, howdy, is this a time to, that we could call uh, uncertain. And uh, so we want to help you make decisions on Social Security, on diversification of your 401k, on income taxes. We're going to talk about what is the single best investment you can use to fight inflation with. We have a lot of stuff at our seminar, and I encourage you to go. It's designed for those of you who are over 50, and there's no charge for that. Also, while you're on our website, if you are so inclined, you could also visit with one of our retirement planners. Now, what they'll do with you, we'll sit down with you and we'll build what we call a retirement cash flow plan, the RCFP. And what we'll do is we'll take into account your, the cost of living we have today. We'll take into account taxes, social security decisions. We'll help you with all of that. We'll build a retirement plan to hopefully have you have some peace of mind in this crazy time that we're in. You know, our goal is for you to enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision. It's what, you, what we call your retirement. So all of that is available for you. Our website is rpoa.com. So go there now and uh, avail yourself of all of that good stuff. We're going to take a break now. We're going to talk about the uh, 18 risks faced in retirement. And the first one we're going to talk about is longevity risk. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. What can I tell you? Uh, even you know you always have a choice of what mood you're in so as bad as things are you you can choose to be in a good mood right and so we are back this is money matters and i am your host ken morayf and i am senior retirement planner and founder of retirement planners of america and uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work I with, love it. Yes, we work with people who are uh, over the age of 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. Our goal is for you to have your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play and enjoy your retirement. And our website is rpoa.com. I encourage you to go there. We have lots of resources there. But also what you can do is you can and podcast this show. Uh, I encourage you to subscribe. You can get it on uh, all of the major streaming services. Um, you can also subscribe to our Market Alert video where we tell you our latest thinking. And by the way, this is the same uh, uh, place where you can get information such as when we told our clients to sell uh, in November of 2007 before the 2008 market crash. And you can get our latest thinking on what we think about what's going on now. So I encourage you to do that. RPOA.com is our website. So this week, uh, I want to start with uh, a new series we're going to do, which is the 18 risks faced in retirement. And today we have number one. Did you know you had 18 risks that you face when you when you're retired or retiring? You didn't, did you? Well, we're going to go through them, and we want you to know about them so you can uh, avert them to the extent possible. So the first one is longevity risk. And you know, you may think that hey. I want to live a long and healthy life. I want to, you know, I'm working out, I'm taking all my vitamins, and I'm uh, eating properly, and I'm fit, and I've got all this stuff, and I'm going to live a long time. Well, that's great, and you should aspire to that, and no problem. But keep in mind that your money has to last as long as you do if it's going to support the lifestyle that you want. Well, the longer you live, the more stress or, or, or the more you're asking your money to do, and therefore you're increasing the risk of your money not lasting as long as you do, right? 
let's say, for example, that you know you died five years into your retirement, your money only had to work for five years, no problem. But if you live 30 years, now you got a big problem. So one of the things that we do is we always build our, uh, we call it a retirement cash flow plan, which is we look at your cash flow, we take into account taxes, inflation, uh, your cost of living, your income, social security, all the things that impact your cash flow that we can think of. And we build those into the retirement cash flow plan. And we always look to see where you will be in our projection all the way out to age 100. Now, in the past, we've had people say, you know what, 100, I'll never make it that far. But it seems like fewer and fewer people are saying that. I think with technology and improvements, it's, it's, it's maybe even likely that more and more people are going to live to be 100. So make sure that you plan for that. So according to Social Security, right now, people age 65, the life expectancy for, for males is 84 and females is uh, 86. Um, but more important are the odds of living longer than average. So if you're above average, meaning that you're, you know, you're not in the middle, you're on the upper side of that, then one in four of you will live to be 90 if you're male, and one in 10 of you will live past the age of 95. So it is possible that you could live to be that 100, and I think it's a good goal to have. So you can't eliminate uncertainty when you're doing your planning. But you need to be realistic about how long you're going to live. Because if you, if you assume that you're only going to make it to 86 and you make it to 90, then you got a problem. And the last thing you want is to have no money when you're 86 and you got four or five more years of life. So that's not good. So now the other thing also is that, you know, as you go through life, what, you're going to have several things that, that will cause you to have that risk. One, of course, the major one is inflation. If you're going to live 30 years in your retirement, then what's going to happen is that inflation is going to have 30 years to erode the value of your money. And so that's certainly something that you need to take into account. Also, as you look into the future, you have to take into account the effect of income taxes. And, you know, are income taxes going to be higher or lower in the future? What do you think? Also, what, do you, what about your Social Security benefits? What, what assumptions are you going to make as to how much it'll pay? How much will you get? Uh, how much will you pay of that in taxes and premiums on Medicare Part B and all those kind of things? So there are, there are several ideas that you can use to protect yourself against that. One, of course, is that you can make sure. And what we do is we look at the interplay between your expenses and how long your money is going to last. And one of the, 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 the exercise we want to do is we want to create what we call a semi-worst-case scenario. Okay, so we want to overestimate on inflation. We want to overestimate on your taxes. We want to overestimate on your cost of living. So we want to be very conservative in that regard. And then we want to underestimate on what your sources of income are. So if you have Social Security, we're going to underestimate on cost of living adjustments. We want to underestimate on what we think we're going to get as a return on our investment. And then we build the semi-worst-case uh, scenario, and we look at it and see how will you be all the way out to age 100. And if you're okay under those scenarios and you're okay all the way out to age 100, it gives us a degree of confidence that your money is going to last as long as you do. And that's one of our goals. And the other one is, of course, as I said, for you not to worry about all this stuff. Now, the important thing once you create the retirement cash flow plan, the RCFP, is now you need to – monitor it. You need to update it on a regular basis because life changes, right? The markets go up and down. Taxes go up and down, right? The, we just had when Donald Trump became president, they went down. They might go up in the future. So all kinds of things can, uh, can impact that retirement cash flow plan. And it's important that we review it. And what we do with clients is we review it um, every six months 
to make sure that we're still on track, that we uh, understand the changes. You could inherit money. You could have a large expense. You could have a health care issue. All kinds of stuff impacts that and, and impacts the ability of your money to last as long as you do. Yes, and that's a cash register for those of you who have never heard that sound before. <laughs> Jack, you are dating yourself, my friend. I bet you there are some 30-year-olds who have never heard that sound. In fact, maybe even some 40-year-olds. How long has it been since there's been a cash register at a store? My goodness. Anyway, uh, longevity is your friend when it comes to living and, in, and, uh, and enjoying life and making sure you're healthy and all of that. But when it comes to your finances, it's a huge risk the longer you live. So plan for it, do it accordingly, and I think that'll help you to have some peace of mind. Now, if you'd like to have us help you with that, I encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And you know, with the way the world is right now and the way everything is so crazy, Never has there been a time that I think it's more important to have a game plan on how to get from here to there. So let us help you. If you go to our website, you can find uh, that we have seminars, virtual seminars on retirement planning in uncertain times. We have seminars on Social Security, when and how to take it. We also have uh, articles. We have videos. We have podcasts. And then also you have the ability to sit down with one of our retirement planners, and they will sit with you either virtually or in person, and we'll build with you that retirement cash flow I just talked about. And, and I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Absolutely, I think it is. And it'll be customized to you. So you'll tell us what to put in, we'll help you work through it, and then we'll build it together. And we'd like to do that. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about social security strategies for married couples. And this is number six, so stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack, and I am Senior Retirement Planner and Founder of Retirement Planners of America, and uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which I think is the most fun thing to do to help people to achieve their second childhood without parental supervision. That's what we call your retirement, to, to, to be able to uh, in some way help somebody to have financial security, to have peace of mind, to have their money last as long as they do. That, to me, is why I get up in the morning. It's what excites me. It's what makes me you know, so happy to be able to do this show. As many people as we can help, the better. And uh, so if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, the show's designed for you. Our firm is Retirement Planners of America, rpoa.com. And if you go there, you can, uh, you can subscribe to this show. You can podcast. It's free. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to our market alert video. We tell you what our thinking is, and we tell you what, uh, what, what we look at uh, and expect out of what's coming. Wow! We Yes, we also have uh, videos. We have all kinds of content. You can visit with one of our retirement planners. Tons of stuff there. So our website is rpoa.com. Now, this is the uh, segment of the show where we talk about social security. And uh, we're going to have our uh, strategies for married couples, number six this week. And uh, so you guys can make my life easy. Send me your questions. We'll endeavor to answer them for you. And that way I don't have to do a lot of homework. So here's a question. Uh, my wife is not covered by Social Security. She is older than me and would collect spousal benefits only. Can my wife collect spousal benefits when I am 62 with the understanding that her benefit would be further reduced as I am not 66 yet? Or is that even an option? Would she have to wait until I am 66 to file? 
Well, the answer is that she can't file a, for a spousal benefit until you file. Okay, so you have to file first because she can't collect on yours if you're not collecting. Okay, so that's the first thing. Now, you could file when you're 62, but that would leave you with a permanently reduced benefit. And then upon your death, it would leave her with a reduced survivor benefit. Because remember, upon your death, she can get her Social Security, which in your case, she wouldn't get any, or uh, she can get hers, rather, or yours, whichever is the higher. In her case, she's not getting any, so it definitely would be yours. So uh, it's unfortunate when the, the, the lower earner uh, spouse is the older one, but unfortunately, we can't do anything about that. You guys uh, fell in love and got married, and that was it. All right, question number two for today. My wife has a very small pension available at retirement age of roughly $300 per month from a state pension fund. If she decides not to take the pension from the state, can she get a full spousal benefit, meaning half of, of, uh, of his, based on my Social Security when I retire? She would forego the pension benefit from the state. My full benefit when I'm 70 is estimated to be $3,587. She is currently 58. I am 63, planning on retiring in two years and not taking Social Security until age 70. So what this question is about is what's called the government pension offset, okay, the GPO. So what the government pension offset, offset the GPO does, is it reduces your, the spousal benefit, the amount that she'd collect on yours, by two-thirds of the pension amount. So two-thirds of the 300 is $100. So it's not a big deal. So even if she takes the $300 pension, she would be better off by $100, the net, because the spousal benefit would be reduced by two-thirds or, or, uh, of uh, 300 or $200. Now, remember, her spousal benefit is 50% of the amount that you would get when you're 66, not what you're getting when you're 70, okay? It, it's not based on that. She would get half of what you would have gotten at age 66, even though now you're 70 and the amount you're getting is higher than what you were getting at 66. So don't be confused, all right? And one other thing. <laughs> in case that wasn't enough, she must be at her full retirement age of 66, assuming that's the case, when she applies, if, if you want her to get the full 50% of yours. Okay? Now, Shazam is right. So that was a good question. Um, the one thing I want you to get from, you know, from this, hopefully I help you by, by uh, you know, answering these questions and, and you get some education on it. But th the, the thing that I really want to get across to you is that it is very, very complex. There are so many permutations. There are so many different ways, combinations of getting Social Security or not. There are so many rules. And if you don't understand them, which I, you know, our, our retirement planners get trained in it. They get tested every year to make sure they're up to speed on the latest. Um, you know, it's a full-time job, in, in my view, just to keep up with it if it's your job. And you're just a regular person out there who's thinking about getting Social Security or, you know, so don't do this by yourself. You know, I, I think you should talk to a professional who understands this stuff. And our people are trained in that. So if you go to our website, it's rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. When you're there, we have lots of information. We have articles and we have videos and seminars on Social Security. Educate yourself there. But better yet, talk to one of our, our retirement planners and they'll help you to build a retirement plan that takes into account the decision 
question of when and how to take Social Security. Because if you don't do it properly, you could leave tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. And you don't want to do that, I am very sure. So go to our website, rpoa.com, and see if we can help you there. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, buy-hold myth number three, which is when people tell you don't ever sell, don't ever get out of the market, regardless of what it's doing, which is don't be the fool who sells at the bottom. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. And we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And... <laughs> and uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And uh, those are the people that we want to help achieve what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play. We want you to have fun, enjoy. We don't want you to worry about all this boring financial stuff. We want to do that for you. Our website is rpoa.com, and if you go there, you can uh, podcast this show. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to our Market Alert uh, video we send out every week. It's short and sweet, but tells you what we're thinking. Uh, you can also attend our seminars on retirement planning in uncertain times, on Social Security. We have all kinds of resources available to you, including you can meet with one of our retirement planners, and they can help you to build your retirement plan at no charge or obligation. And all of that is available to you, and, and I encourage you to go there. It's rpoa.com. Now, we do a variety of things for our clients when it comes to retirement planning. So we look at estate planning, uh, you know, as we always say, passing on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. We look at Social Security decisions, Medicare enrollment. We look at uh, income taxes. We look at all kinds of stuff. So we, we, we're full service all the way around. One area, of course, that is super important is managing our clients' monies. So we manage, we help them with that. Now, we have several what we call investment principles that help to guide how we invest so that when we, uh, we come into difficult times, we can refer to our principles and we can say, okay, we, all, we know the answer to that question. We don't have to reinvent the wheel each time. And the number one investment principle is that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. And so if you think about what that means philosophically, so this would be different than, for example, if you were 25 years old or 30 years old at that point, then you would say, well, growth is important, and to heck <laughs> with preservation of principle, I'm not retiring for 40 years. But when you get within five years of retirement or you're in your retirement, at that point, protection of principle is, in our view, extremely important. You're a persistent cuss, Pilgrim. I am, Duke. Absolutely. Now, our philosophy uh, is called invest and protect, which is, yes, you should invest, but you should also have a strategy to protect what you have. And our strategy of invest and protect told us to sell in November of 2007 before the big market crash that we saw in 2008, literally uh, almost a year before Lehman uh, collapsed, for those of you who remember that. And, uh, you know, you, in our view, always need to have a strategy as to, you know, getting out, protecting yourself when bad times come. And I ask you, what about now? What should you be thinking about in terms of that right now? Is the risk right now worth the reward? What do you think? So... 
I want to read from my book. I wrote a book called Buy, Hold, and Sell, and it was an Amazon bestseller back in the day. Um, and uh, all the proceeds that we make from selling of the book goes to charity. So you can, uh, you can go buy it on Amazon. It's called Buy, Hold, and Sell. And it's called The Investment Strategy That Could Save You From the Next Market Crash. And uh, you can get all kinds of good stuff in there. Now, buy, hold, I, I go through several what I call buy, hold myths in the book. And uh, so I want to go – actually, there are six of them. I want to go through number three with you this week, which, which is don't ever sell anything, okay? It doesn't matter if the market is crashing. It doesn't matter how much money you're losing. You must never, ever sell because you don't want to be the fool who sells at the bottom. Okay, and that sounds logical on the surface, right? You don't want to be the fool that sells at the bottom. And where that came from is there's a company called Dalbar. And what Dalbar does is they study the behavior of 401k participants to see, you know, how investor psychology and people's psychology affects their returns and what they do given certain circumstances, etc. And what they found was is that the average investor underperforms the market by a significant amount. And the reason why is because what they do is they wait till the, the, the you know, like for example in 08, the market was going down and down and down and they held on, they held on, they held on. And it just got so bad that finally they said, oh my gosh, I can't take it anymore. I got to get out. And so now they get out near the bottom. And usually that's what's called capitulation when there's this massive sell-off that usually happens near the bottom or at the bottom. And that's the worst time to sell is at the bottom. So... <laughs> so do I disagree with you don't want to be the fool who sells at the bottom? Absolutely I do. But I want to just quote myself here. If you sacrifice security for growth, you risk losing both. Think about that. If you sacrifice security, protection of your money for growth, you risk losing both. That's a quote from me, Jack. I made that one up. That's, a, that's actually mine. It's in the book. <laughs> but the key thing there is, I agree with that, but I'm not advocating that. I'm not advocating that you be the fool that sells at the bottom. I'm advocating that you have a strategy that gets you out before you have major damage to your, re your retirement plan, before you, you incur such losses that now your money is not enough to support you. You have to unretire, or maybe you can't retire in the first place. So I'm not, I'm not saying you, you hang on until it, the, the pain is so unbearable and then you sell. No. I'm saying you should have a game plan, a strategy where you're not selling in a panic. You actually know in advance when it's time to get out, when it's time to protect what you have, and, and just know and, – and it's, it's, a, it's, in my view, a very logical approach to having your money last as long as you do. And, you know, in 2008, as I said, our strategy said to sell in November of 2007, and people who followed our advice – we talked about it on our radio show. We talked about it uh, with our clients. And those who followed our advice didn't lose money when the, the – and, and during that period, the S&P went down 57 percent from peak to trough. It, I don't know how to say I thank you except I thank you. And so – well, you're welcome. And so – you know, that's the kind of thing we want to protect against. And uh, so right now with what's going on in the world and how crazy things are, in our view, it is always a good idea to have a strategy to protect against a big bad downside. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then I – yes, and there are a lot of you I know. There has never been, in my view, a more important time than now to go in and look at 
how much risk you're taking. That's the first step. Are you, are you overly risky given what's going on in the world right now? Secondly, do you have a strategy to protect you if a big bad bear market comes? And what do you, what, you know, and, and if you're starting to see big losses in your portfolio, do you have a strategy to protect yourself against that big downside? If you don't, and if you want to learn more about how ours works, go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We have articles and videos and, uh, and podcasts about it. You can visit with one of our retirement planners. They can go over it with you. We want to help as many people as we possibly can. You know, it is our noble obligation, we feel, to help as many people as we can. And, and in the process, we get taken care of, I have no doubt. So our website is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about a, a trust that you might want to set up for your spouse. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people on the entire planet. And these are people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. Yes, I hope you do. And uh, <laughs> I know I do, that's for sure. I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. Uh, and uh, so our goals are very simple. We want your money to last as long as you do, and we want you to have financial peace of mind. So as we always say, we're not here to make you rich quick. We're here to keep you from becoming poor. Huge difference. I think you understand that difference. And uh, certainly, if you've done a good job of accumulating a few shekels, then uh, maybe you've accumulated some money that you want to leave to uh, somebody else upon your death, and that's called estate planning. And this week, we're going to talk about a trust for your spouse, which is called a Q-tip, a Qualified Terminal Interest Property Trust, Q-tip. And so we're going to talk about that. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire and of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches and, uh, you know, the estate taxes, probate, all that kind of stuff. It's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags. We do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. Now, this week, we're going to talk about a trust for your spouse, which is called a Q-tip, like the thing you stick in your ear, Qualified Terminal Interest property. And uh, also, since it's Mother's Day coming up, it's a good time for you to think about perhaps having a trust that benefits your spouse upon your timely demise. You're the best mom in the whole world. <laughs> I like that drop. That's a good one. So the, the, let me go over with you what that trust looks like. So basically, the Q-tip is a trust that you set up and your half of the estate at the most, or your non-exempt part of your estate, the part that you don't put into a trust uh, for your kids and others, that's the trust that you set up for your spouse, and it's called the Q-tip. So once the money goes into this trust, what are the benefits? What are the disadvantages? Well, the benefits are that once the money is in the trust, 
then that money is protected from lawsuits, from bankruptcy, and from divorce for the rest of your spouse's life. Okay, so in my case, my beloved wife is Faye. So if 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 I were to die first, and money went into the Q-tip trust for her, she can be the trustee. So she can choose how to invest it. She can decide all that kind of stuff. She can also then be protected from if uh, you know she declares bankruptcy, which hopefully will never happen, or if somebody sues her. Or the other thing that it will protect is that if she gets remarried which she would never do because there is nobody that can replace me, but let's say she did, um, and uh, then subsequently she died, that new husband that I haven't even met will not get what I wanted my girls to get. Okay, so if you have a Brady Bunch family or even a regular family, uh, you can, uh, with a Q-tip trust, the uh, money that's in the trust will go to who you have said when you are alive, not your, your spouse has no control over the ultimate distribution after his or her death. So what are the disadvantages? Well, basically, there aren't any significant disadvantages. Uh, the big one is that it, it, the, your, your, your spouse, as trustee, has to spend the money for what they call health, education, maintenance, and support, H-E-M-S. We call it HEMS for short. And basically what HEMS means is that if she was living a Ford lifestyle, she can't now live a Rolls-Royce lifestyle. Okay, so she has to, or your spouse, in my case it's a she, uh, has to live the lifestyle that she was accustomed to. She can't go drain the whole thing out and start buying Ferraris or whatever. So that's a limitation, but that's a minor one. The other limitation, as I said, is that the money that goes into that trust is for her benefit, but upon her death, she can't change who's going to get it or what. And so this can sometimes protect against money going to other people that you don't haven't even met yet, which you may want to protect against. So there's a lot of protections for your spouse, protections against your uh, inheritance going where you want it to, and a, and a minor inconvenience for your spouse that he or she has to live the same lifestyle that, that they had when they were living with you, which is not shouldn't be too awful. So anyway, the Q-tip is a, is a, is a, a great vehicle, I think, for, for taking care of your spouse. The other thing also is that if your spouse is not financially oriented, if they don't do well with money, uh, you can name an, an alternate or, or a co-trustee to help with that. It could be a child or a corporate fiduciary or a, f a financial advisor. You can name a, a co-trustee, if you will, to help he or she make financial decisions if they're not really that great at it. Cool. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty neat thing, and I think uh, should be considered, but make sure you talk to your own professionals before you do anything that I talk about on this show. Uh, don't take it at face value. Visit with us and talk to us. We are professionals, or talk to your own uh, in, 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 uh, in your situation. Now, one of the things I want to offer you is that if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, if you go to our website, it's uh, rpoa.com. And when you're there, what you can do is you can uh, sign up to visit with one of our retirement planners. You can click on meet with an advisor. If you do that, we'll sit down with you and we'll build for you a, a, a retirement cash flow plan. We'll look at how much risk is appropriate for you. We'll talk about our invest and protect strategy, which by the way, if there's ever been a time that you want to know about it, now is the time, okay? With what's going on in the world, what's going on in the markets, what's going on in, in all of this stuff, it's craziness. You need to be uh, thinking about protection. We'll, we'll talk with you about that. We'll do it all at no charge or obligation. If we can help you, that is just fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Either way, we will part friends. Oh dear, that's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it is not too wonderful to be true because it is true. How about that? 
<laughs> so rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com is our website. Well, you know what? This show is over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Marae or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. <laughs>